Welcome to Real Authors in Real Time podcast, where we explore the world of writing, publishing, and book promotion. Your host, Carmen Renee Berry, co-founder of Berry Powell Press, is a New York Times best-selling author and has been on Oprah and featured in Newsweek. She helps aspiring authors create top-quality books that transform lives. Join Carmen and her guests as they share insights and experiences in publishing and learn how to bring your message to the world. And now, Carmen. Today's podcast is going to feature Maria Perez Gomez, the author of The Magical Closet Mystery. This book has just taken off crazy good. She was number one in Amazon children's multicultural literature for six weeks and has recently been awarded one of the highest honors for the IBPA Benjamin Franklin Award as a finalist. So I am delighted to invite and introduce Maria to you right now. Thank you for attending our podcast. Thank you for having me. Thank you for that lovely introduction. And I always say you're as strong as a community you surround yourself with. And Barry Powell Press is my community. Thank you. Now, you have created a community for yourself in a way that's been extremely effective. And I would like to share this with our audience because it's natural logic to write your book, publish your book, and start promoting it. But what's essentially important is that you start promoting your book before it's even written or published, which you have done. So tell us about how you launched your uh, your platform even before we had the book written? Sure. There were a few things. You know, I was fortunate enough that I was part of a, a theater company, which is where this book begins as a one act in a play festival. So it, it had a bit of a follower, following rather uh, because of the, the theater company that I'm a part of. And um, besides that, I had also simultaneously built a good following on social media. However, right before the book launching, my social media account was hacked and I could not open it after I had thousands of followers, which nowadays that poses a serious issue because we use social media now to promote for for marketing purposes. So I had to quickly build my social media, both Instagram and Facebook are the two that I've used the most and begin to make those connections within the community. I I also even reached out to schools when I was a child uh, in Syracuse, New York, which is where I lived when my little brother, uh, Oscar, passed away. Um, I reached out to that school and they invited me to go speak because of my different um presentations through plays here in Buffalo, New York. I also, I got invited to speak at a large conference for bilingual educators. So I, I think it's it's networking, obviously it's getting out there, but one thing is I'm not afraid to make a call. I'm not afraid to talk to people. As Carmen should know, because it's through that not being afraid to make a call that I met Carmen probably 30 plus years ago because I read your book and I was so impressed with it that I ended up calling you and just wanted to ask you a few questions and you graciously um, said yes. But it's not being afraid to make those connections within your community and beyond. And 
the the beauty of it too when you're making those connections you start to see this unfolding of purpose of experiences from when i was a child and then becoming full circle now as an adult by being able to share this story with them now i want to make a pause here and say you had thousands of followers and your social media was hacked that might just stop anybody else in their tracks but it's your perseverance. It's your perseverance. You went. You you just picked yourself back up and you went for it, mm-hmm. and and what that's important, don't you think? That level of perseverance. Absolutely. That if when I hear people say and the word luck, I don't believe in luck because I believe it's a lot of hard work more than anything else. You know, the meeting of obviously opportunity with with work. You know, but. It, Ultimately, it's your hard work and being consistent, persevering, not giving up. And um, I think that's what was exemplified here. I knew that I didn't have an option. It's either I cave or I just keep on going. And I wasn't going to cave, not after three and a half years of working on this project, of everything we went through as a team to get this book out there. I just knew it was build from the ground up again and trust. You know, there's a spiritual trust and also there's the experiential, the life experience trust and, and the connections that I had made in my life thus far, that, that those people would come through as well as trusting that this was within the divine scope of perfect timing. It was meant to be and God had my back. <laughs> Everything was going to be That's okay. Right. <laughs> that optimism and faith really makes a difference. Um, you did something with your book, though, that really helps build your community. A lot of authors will write their books, do a first draft and feel good about it because it speaks to the author. It's, it's the author expressing themselves. But what's really important is you write a book for the reader, not for the author. Uh, you, you, the author already knows the story, but when we write books that are really going to connect to the reader, we have the reader front and center in our minds. That's something that you were able to achieve. How did you do that? How did that work for you? I think ultimately the goal, the intention is that what I write makes a difference in people's lives. And when I think of people, I don't just think of Latinos. Obviously, it's very important and dear to my heart. My people are my people. And whatever I can do to put our stories out there and move them forward, I'm going to do it. But what became important to me was, like you said, Carmen, is a story that was universal and its theme. And and I think that's what drove me. I could pull from my life experiences, but also keeping the audience in mind is what, it's not what I need, it's what do they need? What do other people need to hear so that they can feel hope again after they've experienced loss? So I I think that's how I approached it is what's the message that other people need to hear in order for them to move forward? Well, as a child, I didn't have this type of literature. I didn't Mm. have this option. And and what I like really about how you handled this was that you did little explanations of cultural differences. So you don't have to be an expert in someone else's culture. You can... You can read the book and learn something, but it's not heavy-handed. So you you opened up your audience to 
to Puerto Rican children, but also to to those of us who were not raised as Puerto Ricans. Exactly. So then it becomes... So your audience is larger. Right. And it's something that it's an experience for all. It's not just for a selected few. It's, you know, you are invited to join the Puerto Rican adventure as an active participant, you know, not as a bystander. Now, you have a really great Instagram, and I'm always seeing you out and about doing things. What do you recommend to authors who feel like, well, there's nobody buying my book. What should I do? Persistence, perseverance. I, I read somewhere that people that are very active in social media are making four to six posts, sometimes even more a day. I Social media is a full-time job. So I had to cut back a little bit on how many posts I was making a day. But leading up to it and getting the word out, I was doing uh, quite a few posts a day. So it's being active, being persistent with social media, and not being afraid to um, make connections in the community, not being afraid to make phone calls. Uh, It's really interesting because my sister, uh, she's very outgoing and very outspoken, but very afraid when it comes to making phone calls and making connections and just putting herself out there with people she doesn't know. That's something that I, I feel like it's necessary. Make, what's the worst they can do? They'll say no. So then you move on to the next person. You know. So I, I feel like perseverance, being consistent, obviously, but not being afraid, trusting, having full confidence in the work that you have done that it's necessary to get it out there. And in order to get it out there, you have to put yourself out there as well. You were recently highlighted on a newscast, correct? You had yes. A, you, um, and what I was struck with was that they didn't just interview you, but you had clips of you in bookstores, you going around and talking to people. I thought that was brilliant. If every time an author is out there doing something. There's a little video, there's a photograph. Sure. Then when you do get interviewed by a news station, your local news station or a national news station, you can give them this additional material that's gonna make their, their story all that more interesting. Exactly, it's available. I have an incredible website designer and made the connection through Barry Powell Press. When the um, reporter was interviewing me, she had reached out to me through a photo that she saw on social media. And she reached out to me through Messenger on Facebook. And um, she, I told her about my website. And she said, can I use anything off the website? I said, absolutely. And like you said, Carmen, it's important to have somebody designated when you have these events, taking photos and video as well. Because then that you transfer that onto your website and that becomes another marketing platform available for everybody, including the media. You know, rather than having to scramble trying to find something, it's all in one place. It's important that you have that all in one place. Yeah, well, it's one thing to say, you know, I did some book signings. And mm-hmm. another thing to actually see you talking to a child, signing a book, mm-hmm. the visuals really, really assisted in building your platform. Right. It become a story, you know, and it, it's really important, like you said, that we put the time, the effort into that as well. Now, you are also a first for Barry Powell Press in that we are doing our first uh, language translation. Mm-hmm. Tell us about how that's been for you. That's exciting. Really exciting. Um, it is projected that we will be releasing The Magical Closet Mystery of Puerto Rican Adventure in June of this year, uh, the translated version into Spanish 
We have a wonderful translator, Puerto Rican, um, who actually lives in Spain, but is of Puerto Rican descent. And I'm really happy with the work that she's done. I think that um, I think it's going to speak to a lot of people, you know. And I'm I'm just really excited about it. I've also included in the Spanish version. I've written a full song uh, as a bonus song for the Spanish version that will be available through a QR code at the end of the book. So we're just really excited, all of us at Barry Powell Press, and you know myself. We're really excited about this opportunity to get the story out there in Spanish and reach a, a broader audience. You know, children that don't read in English will now be able to have access to the book in Spanish. What advice would you give now you, to anybody? Uh, they can glean from what you've told us today. But what about that author that is wanting to advance or, or write to a specific culture, but also wants to open it up to the larger audience? What advice do you give to them? The first thing that comes to my mind, obviously... I, I never wanted to compromise my culture, my tradition. So it's never compromise your culture, but at the same time, always figure out what are the universal themes so that it's accessible to everybody and interesting to everybody. And when highlighting the culture, let it become um, a learning experience for other people without being heavy handed, but at the same time, making it interesting so that other people actually want, are intrigued enough to know about the Puerto Rican culture. So it, it's really important that when writing, it's understanding the universal themes that will engage the broader audience, but at the same time, keeping within that context the richness of the culture so that it becomes this beautiful learning experience as they journey through the universal themes such as grief in this book. Well, how can uh, other authors or wannabe authors get in touch with you? Absolutely. I have a page on Facebook and one on Instagram. They're both the Magical Closet Mystery. I also have a web page, which is the Magical Closet Mysteries, plural, and I would love for people to check it out and let me know what you think. If you get the book, review it on Amazon. Reviews are really important for authors. It, it makes you um, accessible, gets your name out there, gets the book out there. And obviously, thank you, Carmen. This was lovely. It's always so good to talk to you. Thank you again. It's The Magical Closet Mystery by Maria Perez Gomez. It's available on Amazon and at your local bookstore. It's a delight to talk with you. Thank you for being here today. Always good to talk to you, Carmen. If you like our program, send us a comment and visit us online at barrypowellpress.com.